Kia ora everyone, welcome to the Strongcast Down Under. Um, it's been a while, but I am here today with the new Mr. NZ, uh, Dean. Um, we are going to go over a few topics today, which I thought would be interesting. I've wanted to get Dean on for a while, but I thought, you know, we'll pass over to Dean, uh, maybe do a little bit of introduction of who you are, and then we can get cracking into it, man. Um, so, yeah, basically... You know, obviously, my, I'm a bodybuilder, really passionate about that. Um, yeah, I'm just, other than that, you know, kind of just your basic sort of dude, um, working, uh, training, I'm into motorbikes, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, basically, I've been bodybuilding now for coming on 16 years. Um, so it's been a while. Yeah, do you want me to delve into sort of... Yeah, man, like, um, maybe we can we can start there. Like, 16 years, um, obviously, is a long time I started geez, when did I start? Probably when I was 18, so 11 years ago. Um, but um, what what got you into it? What kind of, you know, is there anyone that introduced you to it or was it just self-driven? And Yeah, so basically, you know, I was a chubbier sort of kid. Um, just, yeah, kind of just was right into my gaming and that sort of thing. Um, at, at, at the time, my brother, he was getting into bodybuilding and he was right into that and lifting weights with his friends and that sort of thing. So he was sort of following the magazines and getting right into that. And then he wanted to um, open a supplement store as well. So he opened um, an extreme nutrition store here in Tiamudu. But um, yeah, yeah. So originally he sort of got me off the couch and kind of introduced me to it. Um, and then I kind of just was starting off, okay, going to the gym to lose weight and that sort of thing. Um, and then I sort of just thought, fuck, I'm going to, you know, give this bodybuilding thing a go. And these guys look pretty mean. So, and yeah, like I looked up to my brother too, quite, quite hard up. And yeah, so that kind of just all fell into place and started cracking on with it and making changes. And yeah, and I was kind of 16 and I had a bit of a physique going and enjoying training. And yeah, so it was, yeah, it was quite cool at the time. How old are you now? So I'm 31 now. 31 yeah. yeah so so yeah. yeah i think i think i always go oh you know when did i actually have the mind that i wanted to compete because I, I got into a, a gym at like probably your eight that age as well 16 but i did martial arts and i was like ah, oh, you know but then the same kind of story it was like i saw the magazines and i was like oh that's pretty cool you know like yeah it's pretty it's pretty that's that's, that's a cool story man so what does your what does your brother think now now that he you're um where you're at yeah, so he's yeah he's pretty proud of kind of how far we've come. Um, you know, we were just kind of small town guys getting into it, just seeing how we'd go. Um, yeah, he did a lot of competing. Well, he did he did about nine nineteen shows with um, WFF and NABBA. Um, he two thousand and eighteen he kind of wrapped that up and he's moved on to other things in his life. But um, yeah, yeah, he's quite proud and quite happy with how things have gone and. I learned a lot from him, so he coached me sort of for the first, oh, for most of my shows, other than his last two. Um, so, yeah, I learned a lot from him, and he was doing coaching and that sort of thing at the time, and he still does a bit now. So, yeah, him and his partner have their coaching business. And, yeah, so. that, that's good, man. Um, so in terms of, obviously, like you, your last show was, I believe it was a NABA WFF show 2018. Yeah, the Nationals, yeah. The Nationals. And, and how did you go in that show? So, um, yeah, it was a little bit of a disappointment. Like, I got second in my class. 
So yeah, that year started off really good. Like I got my WFF Pro card that year. I won their PANS show, which was their hardest show that year. And I won the Pro Division as well. So that, that was real cool. And then um, there was kind of a big sort of, a bit of, bit of a sort of stretch to the second show, then the third show being the Nationals. And things just kind of went a little bit backwards from there. Like lost a bit of tissue and condition was still pretty good. Um, but yeah, it wasn't really my best look for national, so that didn't really finish too well that year. But it started really good. <laughs> yeah, are you are you the type? I'm I'm similar to you. Like the the longer I kind of drag on preps, the more str- strung out I get. Like I just get a, a string. Are you similar body type, or is it? Yeah, I've I've kind of because I like to do longer preps, generally over twenty weeks, to kind of bring bring things down nice and slowly, hold as much tissue as possible, but. As soon as I sort of start pushing over that 23, like, you know, I did 23 weeks this year, you got to be real careful because, like, I tend to start losing from areas like my back and that sort of thing. And it's, I think it's just generally fatigue, eh? And just, yeah, the, the time sort of in prep. And... Yeah, that, that makes sense. So, so in terms of coaching, I know personally that you coach yourself. Um, and obviously you have your partner probably with a, a very good second eye um, watching you. But how did that come about? How did What made you the decision to start coaching yourself? Yeah, so basically 2018 finished. Um, and I could see that my brother was kind of moving on to other areas as well in his life. So I was thinking, oh, yeah, you know, like his focus has changed a bit. And I just thought, you know, well, I like doing this sort of thing. I'm super passionate about it. Like, let's give it a crack. I've learned a lot. So I just started, yeah, basically doing my own off season from there on out, and yeah, went went pretty good to start with, and it, the whole time it went really well. But yeah, just keep, keep learning too, eh? Like you just keep sort of learning and watching and listening, and yeah, and you just pick up more and more and more. Who would you say, like, if you're looking at now, like that that's a five year period, and people may think, oh, it's a long off season. Um, I remember. Uh, I'll just share a small story with you. I, I was down actually at, I think it's the I, is it Iron House Gym. Is that the the gym? Yeah, I was I was training there one day and I I saw you, uh, and I think you were just wrapping up. And I was like, man, who's this guy with these massive arms? Like I was like, and I was like, geez, this guy, this guy is huge. And then I think you 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 shot out, and then I was I was training. This was maybe in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that was just a fun, I, I, that was the first time I saw you. I remember seeing um, seeing just these arms. I was like, "Geez, this guy's massive." Um, if he if he steps on stage, everyone be, <laughs> better, better watch out. Um, but when you look at like your your coaching now, and you said obviously you watch and learn. Is there anyone in particular these days that one you would recommend watching and learning from, or that you look at and and try and learn from? Yeah, so I follow a lot of John Jewett. His sort of stuff and methodologies um yeah and then just sort of general other there's just other podcasts sort of that i'm following that i pick up tips and tricks from they're not sort of super educational as, as far as um you know learning lots goes but just like um yeah it's just bodybuilding podcasts you've got your fuad Abiyad podcast and you, you know like those general sort of ones um and just anything else like i jump on a bit of ben bukowski stuff um just to kind of learn a little bit more sort of detail to certain things. And yeah, I think there's a couple others, but they're not coming to me right now. But yeah, yeah. So mainly John, like I find him really informative, eh? 
yeah, you've got everything sort of locked down, and it's yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, it's he's pretty in, incredible. I think um, you would know firsthand. Prepping yourself is hard, especially those last few weeks, um, where you don't make emotional decisions, and the fact that he can get in shape like he does every time. I'm like, geez, I don't know how you function, um, but he does it. Um, so. I think we may just take it take it back a little bit and uh, maybe bring in Jasmine because that that was a pretty cr- crazy year last year for you guys. How how did that come about? Because I I don't remember if she's ever competed before or you may correct me if I'm wrong, but I I do remember her stepping on stage and I was like, okay, that's that's game over for everyone. So, um, did she kind of fall into competing because of you or how how did that all? Yeah, so it's, well, she's kind of, she comes from a powerlifting background, so she spent a lot of years, um, her younger years doing powerlifting, getting really, really strong, like she's taken out lots of different records in powerlifting, um, set some unofficial world records and that sort of thing. So she started off there, and then she started following the fitnessy stuff more, and then there was different looks that obviously appealed to her, and she started, and she thought, well, you know, I'm kind of, I've done the powerlifting thing now. I've, I've, you know, she's got national titles. I'm going to start switching over and having got this sort of bodybuilding thing and progress this look that she liked. So it kind of started off with the figure look and then she got more into the wellness side of things. And then she started getting right into the wellness. And then we thought, well, you know, you look this good. Like you should really do a show and we'll see how you go. So, um, yeah, we decided would give the Waikato's a crack and then see how we went and then go to nationals. But how was that moment for you as a, as a, a partner and looking at um, your partner kind of win and, and yeah, well, that was pretty, that was pretty special. Like um, she works crazy hard. I know people, a lot of people say they work crazy hard, but everyone can kind of vouch for how hard she trains and everything like that and, and works. So, it was yeah, it was awesome to see it come come together, eh? and we were sort of like I've said before on other posts and things like we were prepping for wellness that year. Um, so with that look in mind, like there was a few times during prep where we kind of had to hold off on condition and pull back on things, and we went training upper body to try and bring that down. And so yeah, like when we got to well, what was it? I think it was weigh-ins, and Mo took a look at her and he kind of said, "No, nah, you don't figure." And we we're like, "Well, no, we want to do wellness." So there's a little bit of a battle there, and then we decide, okay, we'll do figure. So yeah, we kind of jumped up there, but yeah. So nah, but all in all, going back to your question, it was yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Nah, that that's cool, man. I think um, I think it's interesting when you look at like the standard in New Zealand, because obviously, you know, when you look at her, she doesn't get lost with what wins wellness overseas. Um, you look at the girls now; they're very hard. Um, very lean, still got great upper bodies, and um, I definitely see that wellness class kind of fits her. Uh, do Do you guys have a pro show in mind? Is that is that kind of the next step, or? Yeah, well, the pro show is definitely in in the near future. Um, I'd say probably twenty twenty five will be kind of her debut, and it'll probably be international, to be honest. But we're kind of looking. We haven't set anything in stone, but it might be a Singapore, it might be a Hawaii, we're kind of, you know, it might be a Canada show. We're just kind of throwing things around at the moment, like ideas. Um, yeah, so, but I think, 
before then we kind of need to promote her a little bit more get her name out there a bit and try and you know so we're not lost amongst all those people when she kind of finally gets up there you guys are definitely um i think starting to do a a good job of it like i and obviously we'll we'll put a message out about your instagram um at the end of this but i watch your guys religious your stuff religiously and i think it's great to see um you know people who are quite down to earth and just quiet sick to themselves but just showing what the work is um that's that's a true kiwi to me it's just yeah just put, show some grit and work and and that's it um but it, it was interesting you saying 2025 to me because obviously you had a long break it's the long off seasons something that you just definitely plan out and you feel like maybe is undervalued in people people maybe can beat too much what's your kind of opinion on that I think it's kind of individual, but like, you know, for me personally and, and for her, we, we're very sort of, I don't know, we're, we're kind of perfectionists in a way. Like when we you hop back on stage, you want to see a bit different um, and some good improvements. And for where I am sort of with myself, like I know that doesn't happen in five minutes. I've been doing it for a long time. Um, with her, she's kind of the same. She wants to make like a dramatic improvement, even though I kind of think she's, pretty well there but yeah she's sort of like okay cool yeah we, we want to make some sort of big big improvements so we can make a sort of a big impact um yeah yeah but for other other people i mean each to their own like genetically some people might be better than others so they can turn things around faster and you know you've got your open bodybuilders like your samsons and your nicks and that can grow, grow in between shows and you know, show up looking crazy different in six months. So it's, it's kind of individual, I think. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of our approach at the moment anyway. Yeah. It makes sense. Like, if we take your yourself, for example, what was your first stage weight? And then what was your most recent? Oh, so my first stage weight, I was like, fuck, it's probably 85 kilos when I was fat. <laughs> so, you know, we're, talking when I was, we're talking about 10 years ago. And like, um yeah so and then the leanest i did a show the following year and i got down to like 75 or something and i was lean lean but not you know not shredded or anything but getting there so yeah and then this year the heaviest would have been in between 97 and 98 at waikato's which was quite a full look and then nationals last weekend was probably yeah in that 95 range probably 95 year yeah so bit drier but not as full last weekend like i was still a little bit flatter through the delts and arms i thought but yeah it's a lot of weight though like uh, when you look at i think people you know get like this idea i'm going to put on 20 kilos and it's like yeah you know you have but it's over a 16 year period yeah 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 so yeah like for myself like some people might look at me and be like oh well, you know this guy's got super genetics or great genetics and, and like I don't think I've got bad genetics by any any means to get this far but it's certainly been a grind and it hasn't been like a, you know it's been year in year out trying different things trial and error learning like it's hasn't been a sort of a just a straight up trajectory sort of thing yeah yeah so it's it's taken its time that's for sure yeah I, I, I was more or less the same as you I think um my first show was 78 or 79 but fat, like skinny fat, like just like for full bodybuilding standards. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's fine for a first show, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. And then 
the same thing second show i was 71 but quite very lean but just stringy and then i think this year i was probably going to be around 89 90 um which is yeah which is a long period of time um but yeah no that, that's, that's I, I like to say that to people because they a lot of young people think oh you know they look at people like yourself and go oh you know, I'll, I'll be able to do that in a couple of years. And I'm like, yeah, it's, just, it's a lot of food and a lot of a lot of long work. Yeah, yeah you hear it all the time, though. Yeah. Yeah. Speak. Speaking of food, um, we'll probably get into a little bit of your nutrition background. But I'm interested in your off seasons. How how hard did you have to push that? Yeah. So this this time around, like in the past, I haven't really had to go too hard on the food. I responded all right to sort of lower calories, but this sort of pushing up this heavy weight um for me i've gone as high as probably just under six thousand calories a day which is pretty hectic for my stomach to be honest um you know yeah yeah and just trying to keep your digestion in check and not be like you you feel bloated most of the time like you can't really avoid it and, um yeah that uh, coming from basically all clean sources is pretty it's not, a, it's not a it's not a fun time it's a bit of a struggle but yeah. how long was the or actually maybe we get into kind of your off-season approach um how long was that duration for you i know for me i kind of like doing mini cuts in between like i'll get to a point where i go okay now i'm a bit sloppy let's pull back and then resensitize and go back out. What, what's your kind of approach and like how long were you pushing that 6,000 calories? Like what was the duration for that? So probably it would kind of come up over sort of 16 to 18 weeks and then kind of around the 10 week mark, you're right up there with your calories. But um, generally like there was periods where I wouldn't do many cuts and I was still holding decent condition at the end. So I would kind of just back off and give the digestion a bit of a break and then come back up again when things were ready to go. But yeah, there's probably around a 16 to 18 week sort of phase. And then yeah, we'll look at having a back off and stuff and get healthy and push again. Push again, yeah. And, and your back off periods, like, I'm going to guess probably what, six to eight weeks maybe max? Well, yeah, I like to push it out a bit longer generally. So, you know, like a 12 week, and just make sure everything's cool. Um, I've done your six to eights, and unless you're really on the ball with things, and you look at your kind of your health markers, it's sometimes they can't be like back to where you really want them fully. So yeah, I, I generally like to push it out just a little bit longer. Like even post prep, it's going to be a twelve week sort of recovery phase. That's good. Yeah, I, I was going to get into that. That maybe we'll we'll save that soon. Um, but no, that, that's that's good, and I, I like um, you saying that because I think uh, a lot of people feel like oh, it's just this this long trajectory of oh, I'm going to compete in two years, so I've got a you know 36 month off season or whatever it is, 30 month off season. I'm just going to keep pushing it all the way through. Where like you said, it's not linear. It's uh, yeah, it's, push, it's push a and pull away, push and pull. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so if we come back to this year uh what made you because obviously you had five years off not five years off you know you're training all the way through you're doing off seasons and and everything like that but what made you make the decision that this year was the return of dean to stage yeah well 
because it had been such a long time, you know, I'd seen quite a bit of progression and that sort of thing, the weight had come up. So I, I knew that there was basically a different human being under there. Um, and I just kind of thought, well, you know, I had a lot of people asking me every year too, like, when are you going to compete? When are you going to do it? Da, 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 da. And I'd always say, when I'm ready. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of said to myself, like, look, we've progressed this much. Like, I'm really curious to see what it looks like now. Um, and I just felt like it, it has to be this year. Like, if I'm going to do something, it has to be this year. I was thinking, like, how much bigger, you know, do you want to get before you have a look? Like, yeah, so th this year was kind of about just seeing what it would look like. Yeah. Yeah, to start with anyway. And, and yeah, it wasn't even really about winning to start with. It was really about just seeing what it looked like and presenting the best look. That's, that's a good act. Was there a point in in prep like i i know there was a point where i i saw a photo of you and i was a side chest and you were like maybe 12 weeks out glutes were sort of coming in and i saw that and i was like yeah that's that's hard to beat that's and you can tell like i i've got a very objective eye and i look at it and i'm like that's very complete like it's it's hard to to knock that was there a point in your prep where you're like yeah i'm gonna win or i'm, I'm aiming to win or what where was your mind for that yeah i think probably oh yeah maybe around the eight week mark things kind of changed and i just kind of it kind of relit the fire you know the flame getting back into prep and i just became how i used to be really super competitive and thought like i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna win this and that's how i'm thinking you know and i'm gonna bring my best luck at the same time so i just rolled with it and yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it went. It was started off like, oh, you know, we'll see what happens at the end. And I just want to bring my best. And then things, you know, you, your mindset gets a bit sort of, it changes up. Yeah, yeah. The drive comes, yeah. The drive and the motivation kicks in and you're away. <laughs> yeah. What, what, was your what was your partner thinking this whole time? Yeah, she was, yeah, pretty much in the, got the same sort of mindset, eh? And, supportive with it and yeah she just thought yeah you know you can do it you can make it happen so just stay locked in and yeah that's cool and you said like back to your preps did you did you do a, you said it was around 23 weeks so what 20 weeks to get to Waikato is that yeah it was I think it was 21 weeks to Waikato this year so yeah that like my previous preps I've gone as long as 26 weeks but um that, that last one in 2018 obviously didn't end the best, so I was kind of thinking, well, if I can make it a little bit shorter and just approach things a little bit differently, then we should be fine with holding tissue and that, which was, yeah, the right sort of idea, yeah. How do you phase out your preps? Like, what what's your approach to at the start to finish? I know some people, like Matt Jansen, for example, he likes to hit the ground running pretty quickly and do a big calorie drop at the start and then kind of cruise into it what what's your approach to this yeah so there's a bit of a reducing calories like a decent sort of drop just to get things moving and then obviously with the output and that sort of thing i chuck a bit in i don't get crazy with it because especially coming into this year like it was more sort of fresh like your different body you've got more of a small size so you don't want to hit it too hard or too early. So it was kind of like, yeah, we'll, we'll start with a good calorie, decent calorie drop, sort of well, seven, 800 calories, tidy up the, the mess, you know, anything extra you might be having, and then just add in a touch of cardio to start with. And then from there, it was just general progression each week, just changes. And 
I just kept the ball moving the whole time. I wasn't going to wait for a fortnight or wait for the results to stop completely. I saw a little bit of a decrease in fat loss and that sort of thing. Once it started slowing down, I made more changes. and So it, it was very sort of consistent, but the start was a decent sort of move. Yeah, you can drop. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good approach. I, I, I obviously know you approach, you know, a calorie deficit through uh, cardio and nutrition and I'm assuming steps as well. Is that neat as something that you monitor? Is that something new for you this year or? In the past, it would just be, um, you know, cardio. I'd just monitor that. And steps, I, I had an idea of what I was doing, but I wasn't really factoring that in. But this year it was steps. It was every sort of output. And I was managing that. Like if I was making a an increase in cardio, I'd look, well, do I need to do that? Do, or do I just push steps up a couple of thousand each day? And we go with that for a change um, this week. So, yeah, it was all all managed. Yeah, every form of sport. How did you find fatigue doing that approach? Um, yeah, I found, it, I found it pretty good. There was a point in prep where... I did put the brakes on the condition um, because I was like, look, I can push more and I can do more output and I can get sharper, but I feel like it's going to be a detriment to my physique now. I could see that my quads were starting to come down a little bit from from the output. So I thought, well, I want to keep this size. I want to come in as big as I can this year. I just wanted to see all that muscle on stage. So yeah, yeah, I, there was a there was that point. So I was like, well, yeah, now the output's getting quite high. The cardio's getting up, the steps, that sort of thing. You can see, yeah, that if we go any further right now, there's going to be a little bit of a regression there. But yeah, so that, that was kind of the point. Yeah. Did you find it easier this year to get in shape over previous years, or was it harder because it's like you said, a new body? Um, no, no, it was quite. It moved quite well, actually. Yeah. Yeah, like um, previous years, I've had to do more cardio, and when I've looked at my steps, they've been ridiculous, like 20,000 plus a day, plus two hours cardio, like it's, so yeah, you're looking at maybe, yeah, two-thirds of that, or half, just over half of that this time around, so that was a relief, it was a big relief, because after the previous season I was thinking far out like getting into prep again is going to be hard out man like <laughs> I'm going to have to do so much work to get in shape so it was quite nice to see it moving the way it did and coming down without having to really like actually kill myself it's interesting you say that it's it's interesting because I I feel we we're similar height and 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 build and you know um been training so and I, I'm very much the same where even this year, like obviously I pulled out, um, got quite sick towards the end, but um, it was the same where it was like the least amount of cardio I've ever done, least amount of steps, and then it just seemed to work. And um, although it was hard, it, it's still hard, but it wasn't like, oh, you know, I'm doing two hours on the stairs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you're just dying. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like. Um, I, I don't know if you're you're the same, but I, I've always felt like, you know, from if you have that mindset of just like using cardio as just a tool, it can take away so much from your gym performance and um, how hard you're pushing in there. And, you know, I know for myself, like in previous preps, when I reflect, I'm like, I was pushing cardio hard, but fat loss wasn't happening because I was sitting down all day, tired, exhausted, not doing anything. Um, 
did you did you feel the same with your your previous preps like you've kind of dug yourself in a hole and it's like uh, i can't i can't do anything oh i just like i was so focused and i would just hurt and i would just keep going to be honest yeah and i and like you know like uh, yeah the training sessions were ridiculously hard but i was just literally take one set at a time and then focus on the next set and it was kind of just rolling like that and i think having less muscle it was easier to hold on to it as well you know like we're talking sort of 12 kilos less muscle once you start gaining a lot more size your body doesn't really want it like it's fighting to hold on you're fighting to hold on to it more so it was, it was definitely easier to hold the size like i thought in the past like oh all well, my legs are holding on i could i could do all this cardio and all these stairs and they'd get a bit inflamed and that sort of thing but i'd generally hold all the tissue but this time around, just rolling two 60-minute cardio sessions for one day and then doing steps on top of that, I just saw them go, woof, like just start flattening out. And I'm like, Whoa, okay, all right. Yeah, so that that was a bit of a sign there. But, yeah, I, I just used to just dig deep and, like, I wasn't getting a huge response in the past either. Like, I felt way harder. I felt it was way harder to lose the fat. So it was just an absolute battle. and you'd start shopping stage and like, yeah, I was conditioned and I was quite good condition and that sort of thing. But obviously I could, I thought I could still be leaner. And then when you kind of look at what guys are doing to get absolutely peeled out and then you compare it to what you're doing and you're doing three times more, well, it kind of looks like that. And it's like, well, okay. Yeah. Why? Like, this, this is a bit of a mind sort of, yeah. But hard on the mind. Like, what do I have to do to get to that level? And then it's like, but. Sometimes it's just time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's lots of factors that that can go into why you're losing fat and how fast you're losing it. And it's not all just cardio and output and you need to do more. So, yeah, yeah. So there was other things that... I remember um, so I, I helped uh, Georgia, who won women's physique um, this year, and kind of picked up her around four, four or five weeks out. Um, and her output was quite high. And obviously she's had that broken femur and... It was very hard to manage like pain management and, and this, but we reduced a lot of everything and just dropping that fatigue and, and all of that. Her body just started shifting and like flushing and, and moving. So sometimes it's just pulling back and going. When you look at this year, like how, how does it now feel going? Obviously you won Waikato. What was your mind after you won Waikato? And you go, okay, three weeks left, nationals now. Um, how did you feel after Waikato? Yeah, pretty, pretty good, like re-motivated, eh? Because, you know, you're coming into those last weeks before a show and as, as you are saying earlier, like your mind's going crazy and that sort of thing. And it's been 20 weeks and it's like, oh, you know, it's starting to take its toll. So having that win just gave you that little bit of an extra push. And like, I just wanted to make some, just try and come in a little bit sharper, a bit dry and that sort of thing for nationals. So getting that win and then having a chat to a few people just kind of just bumped me up again and, helped helped with that little push yeah so and yeah that, that was a that was a good win for me just yeah just where it was and that sort of thing like my family my dad's from Patera and that sort of thing originally was born and so he got to come and witness that and it's kind of a bit, yeah a bit of nostalgia there for him and his old town sort of theater there and yeah so it was it was quite cool but yeah yeah so no give me give me a bit of a boost eh? yeah and then we, we fast forward three weeks and you're you're at nationals. Obviously, you know, I'm sitting in the audience and I've 
you know, I've watched, I've been in these shows, and I, I remember doing Pro-Am back in uh, 2019, I think it was, and it, it dragged out till, I think I got on stage at 11.30 at night. Um, maybe we'll talk through that process at the moment, like managing uh, food and what you had to do throughout the day to kind of bring your best look, because I, I know, you know, when you hold a lot of muscle and you're, you're an open bodybuilder, it's harder to kind of maintain that look throughout the day. How was that approach for you? Did you, was there any kind of issues throughout the day or were you kind of all right through throughout the whole thing? Pretty steady. Like um, I was already full going into Saturday. So that was good. So really it was just keeping things topped up and just really manipulating sort of a little bit of water and sodium and that sort of thing just to help stay dry. Um, but yeah, it was pretty solid. We were kind of just checking over things every couple of hours, checking the look. Cool, if I flattened out here, like I noticed I dropped off on my legs a little bit, so I'd chuck in some more food, a bit of fluid and sodium, and just rest as well and try and keep the mind calm, eh? Because you can be sitting back there for hours and you're looking at everyone, you're sort of thinking, oh, okay, cool, like this person's doing that, they look like this, like you've just got to chill and just take your mind off it a bit and just be like okay cool it'll be i'll be up there when i'm up there basically you know and i just need to do my thing and focus on me so yeah it was just a matter of just keeping things topped up at that point watching your digestion because i thought you know like i didn't want my waist sticking out too much like i haven't got the i haven't got a big waist but i've got to still think about it um so yeah just taking in foods too that are going to digest well throughout the day and just making sure the amounts aren't too high so what, what were your um, preferred food choices, that, even just on that day in general? Oh, basically just like, um, so muffin splits went down really well. The prep, yeah, the cheese muffin splits were quite good. And just things, just just, just rice options, really, rice cakes. Um, rice cakes were probably the staple, to be honest, because I knew how well they sat. And like, it's quite a generic sort of food you see a lot of people eating, but that's whatever works really, eh? Like, it's... It doesn't matter. So yeah, it's it was basically your rice cakes, rice, and just muffin splits. Just keep it very simple way. I think um we've all been there, seeing people eat like burgers and the craziest like jamming and honey or a jam and all this crazy stuff before they hop on stage. And I'm like, yeah, it's not it's not going to do <laughs> do anything. But um no 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 trying to get a little boost day right before you go out and sometimes it can be you know the worst thing you can do like well i guess you know I've, in the past i've done that sort of thing like had a burger the night before and then you know you wake up and you're holding more fluid your waist is a little bit fuller and it's like Ooh. it's not yeah it's not moving yeah smash a couple of cookies back before you go on and then you think shit i shouldn't have done that but yeah but you learn eh? you live and you learn and yeah yes i always found um when i would sweat would be because i did that like i I jammed in some shit like real fast sugars and, and tried to, you know, you, you think of it now and going, I would never do that stuff before I train. Why am I doing it now? Like I, I kind of go, oh yeah, I'd, I normally just have cream of rice, some nut butter and, and whey before I train and, and that's it. It's perfectly, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's, yeah, trying for that little magic sort of hit, hey, it's, it's not worth it. It's, the fail rate's just too high. We will get to your win soon, but I'm actually interested in your like your peak week process. Is there anything, un what I'd say is unusual compared to others that you would do? 
what I mean by unusual is a lot of people do water loading and then cut water and things like that. It's, how's your approach really for for that peak? In the past, I've done your water loads and depletes, and that and that's fine. That's worked all right. This this time around, we we still stuck with that, but I didn't really deplete out as much water as as I sort of thought, um, or as I did previously. So that was kind of like I was running high water, sort of ten liters for a few days, and then just back it down to sort of like two three liters um, on the show day, and just yeah, just just that, but. This year around, I wanted to kind of just carb up a bit earlier. Um, so I was hitting the carbs Wednesday. I deplete right out just to help with the super compensation, just so you're nice and sort of flat. You're going to absorb it properly. So I deplete right out, and then I'd start carving up on the Wednesday, Thursday. Back off on the Friday and pretty much have no carbs. So that was just a little bit of fiber, a little bit of protein on the Friday. Let the sort of waste come down, clear out any sort of food and that sort of thing and just to get through that tight waist on Saturday and then fill up again on this just touch things up on the um Saturday. So yeah, yeah. It's it's not a crazy approach, but it's logical, you know, it's it's I think it's very important to be logical when you're, you know, doing going into your peak week and that sort of thing. Like yeah, cutting sodium and all that sort of thing. Like it's just yeah, it's it's a no go eh? it's, Yeah, for for me it doesn't make sense. I, I I've kind of exactly what you said is is my approach is sort of like depending on the individual um like i i had a couple of girls this year and we really just maintained like baseline nutrition throughout the whole week and that was that was it and we just showed up and you know did a, a little bit of water manipulation where we just pulled back on the the friday evening um a bit into like just measurements of going okay 300 mils with this meal, 300 with this, and then that's it. Um, but yeah, kind of a similar, similar approach. I, I like hearing uh, logical approaches because like, I see some crazy stuff and I'm like, like diuretics are involved and all these things. You're like, ah, oh, it's such a, it's, it's like trying to have an EpiPen and going, oh, let's hope it works. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, and I mean, like, it's important to try and collect as much data during the prep as well in terms of, carb load you know what you're going to load in what the body can take like um, the sources that sort of thing so did you do a mock peak or anything like that yes yeah, so i did one that three weeks out because i held off of that condition going any further with it i thought okay cool it's a good chance to just run a test peak um so basically i, I just wanted to really see how much food i could take in from that flat point and what the water load deplete was going to look like um so yeah i ran that and that worked that worked pretty well we took there was a few sort of things that i changed um because last minute i was like well i'm still not holding that fullness that i want on the thursday night so yeah there was a little bit that i changed but all in all it was really valuable i like, just took some good info away from that um yeah so I, I think it's something if you're in a position to do that do it like it can be a bit a bit hard if you go okay cool i'm in condition now i'm holding off and you still got three weeks to go that can be a bit of a yeah. That can be a bit difficult too. So you might want to sort of yeah use that method sparingly, depending on the person. I'd say because it can be hard to just tell someone, look, we're going to hold now. How, how did you tell yourself then? Because obviously, like you, you prepped yourself. Was there was Jasmine kind of involved in a lot of your decision making, or was it purely just yourself? Or yeah, so. Like if I had doubt about something or I was a little bit like, hmm, like 
does this sound logical? I'd run it by her. Um, so she was always there, like, and we'd be taking pictures every week and that sort of thing. So I'd be looking at pictures and just going off that and looking at the moon mirror all the time. So yeah, every every Sunday there would be a check-in and there would be changes that are obviously coming from that. But if there was doubt or I needed a second, like an eye, like, what do you think about this look? I'd run it by her. Yeah. So yeah, which was very, which was very helpful. Eh? I, I think, yeah, if you're trying to do it solely, like with no one, that would be, it would be very hard to crack it. Even the best guys still reach out to their friends, you know, and they prep themselves. Like I was saying, John Jewett and that sort of thing. I know he does, but yeah, so it's very valuable having that second eye. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting you say that because like, I've worked with people, um, but a lot of the times, like my partner, she trains, she trains with me. She doesn't compete. <laughs> she likes it. As she says, she likes her food too much and her, her burgers. And, Not for everyone. That's what I tell you. No, no. And, and um, <laughs> she, she's very good at like understanding my gym performance and going, oh yeah, these reps are slower this week. And like, you know, you're not, you're not as um, like connecting is good. And like you, you seem like your, your energy seems like she can see in me and that. Um, and then the look as well. Like she's, we've been together for come out four years. She, she knows where I should be in certain parts and go, Oh yeah, you're a bit soft here. You need to, which is nice to have, right? Okay. I think, um, yeah, it's yeah. Um, so, so we take it back to nationals and you, obviously you win your class and then you win the overall. How did you feel in that moment? Yeah. So like the class when I was, I was stoked. Yeah. I was happy with that. Um, the overall, that was kind of the, the moment though, eh? Like I was standing up there and I was in the front relax and I was thinking like, right, this is it. Like, this is the moment you've been thinking about on and off and you know, it's been going around in your head. So yeah, that, that was a, that was a big one, you know, when they sort of announced that and it was sort of, yeah, just, it, it just felt yeah, really good. eh? just to crack that achievement. It was that final, that final tick in the box, you know, you've got all these lists, this list in prep and, the yeah. boxes you want to check like bring your best blah 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 and then you know there's that one box at the end which will be the show so it was that final tick eh? which was yeah it was awesome so yeah and um yeah yeah I, and not to kind of move too quickly away from your moment but um i don't know if it was if it's jasmine's sister or your sister was who's the other one you yeah, prepped. so that's that's um that's Jasmine's sister. I, I didn't prep her, but okay, um, yeah, yeah. Now she works with a coach in Australia. Nice, but, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So now she, that's Jasmine's sister. So she was coming back after probably, well, oh, don't quote me, three or four years of not training and just kind of having a family and that sort of thing. And then she did a bit of a physique sort of transformation and a mini cut with her coach and that sort of thing. And then decided that she wanted to jump into the prep and because she has her own coaching business as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, she just really wanted to sort of show to her clients and that sort of thing that it can be done, eh? And especially after having, kid, after having a kid as well. So it was, yeah, massive yeah. achievement to her, massive achievement. That was crazy to me, like when she brought up the uh, the kid and yeah. uh, well, her kid and almost yeah. did, took a stage dive as well. That was... That was uh, <laughs> A bit, of, a bit of a yeah, yeah. yeah, a bit of a moment, but um, you know, like you, if you you look at it now and you go, okay, you've got three IFBB pros in your family. How how does that yeah. make you feel? Yeah, good. 
good. I mean, there's lots of um, sort of, I don't know, family trips and stuff we could go on, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It opens that up. Um, so, yeah, I think in the future, it'll be kind of the three of us going to pick a cool. show. And, you know, you've got three different divisions there. And, yeah, my brother as well, because that's his partner. He'll be coming along for the ride, which is awesome. So, yeah. Oh, nice, man. Yeah, nice. yeah. So no, that, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. So, what what's next now? You've you've won this. You've you've had your moment. Actually, maybe have has has the moment sunk into you yet? Like, are you sitting today and going, "Yeah, I'm a pro." Like, I'm. It's on and off. Like, it's on and off because you you get at anything awesome and you feel good, and then you kind of just carry on. And then yeah. you, I sat down and I thought, "Fuck!" Like, look at what you've done. Look at where you are. You know, and look at the opportunities sort of in the future mm. if we can move forward. And I was like, well, it's pretty sort of a, it's a pretty big thing. Like where you're at, you're only one show away from the big one. Like when you look at it like that, it's like, yeah. whoa, you yeah, know? wow, okay, it's, yeah. So it's, it's it's a little bit up in the air. But I'd say, you know, like I, I feel I can still grow into the 200. I can still put on more weight and pull down into that class a bit sharper. But there also is the fact that it's not too far away from being an open competitor as well. Like if you look at where I was at at Waikato's, like a good sort of couple off seasons, maybe, you know, we might be able to sit around just over 100 kilos on stage. Which is um, now kind of proven what wins as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's two, it's just over two twenty, you know. So it's that's what these guys are come coming in at with, you know. Obviously, we have to have decent lines and that sort of thing, and the look look matters. So, but um, yeah, I'd I'd say probably just stick in the two one two for now, at least. Nice man, nice. Yeah, I think um, like from a an outsider's perspective, when I looked at you winning, I was like, I, that's that's someone that deserves. The, the pro card and being missed in New Zealand like it's it's obvious that you you just for me it's like okay can can he step into a pro show tomorrow yeah he, he could and he wouldn't get lost um which is a kind of proves the point of taking this this long time off and and just working at it and you know what you said what in a five-year period you put on 12 kilos or or so of tissue and yeah that, that no that's good man um Maybe we'll get into your, your coaching and then we'll kind of wrap up from there. But uh, is coaching that something new for you? Is it something that you've you kind of just started with Jasmine? Or... Oh, so I've, I've been sort of, I've been low-key with it for a few years now. Like I've had a few different clients come on. I've done lots of different training programs and just one-off diets and stuff with people as well. But yeah, I, I just wanted to really branch out and kind of make it a thing now you know make it official open it up to more people and yeah hopefully try and take it on as, as a full-time thing as well in the future so yeah and, and jasmine's been helping people out along you know for, for a couple of years now with different clients and girls and stuff like that so yeah it's it's something kind of that we both sort of thought yeah you know we enjoy it um passionate about it we're always learning always trying to progress so yeah let, let's kind of open it up and see how we go and yeah hopefully something yeah I, i'm sure a, a lot of people will come knocking your way soon um especially with what like the results you guys bring and it's good as well that you both you know you've got a female and a male right so it's you can cater towards both yeah it makes it a little bit sort of different eh? a different yeah 
spin on it. A lot of people, it's just the one person. So we cover kind of everything then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you remind me of uh, Cooper and Meg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I follow them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the same. Um, no, that's good, man. So maybe um, I'll pass over to you, man. Any kind of messages from your point, anything um, else that you want to cover um, or anything in general, really? Um, oh, like I'll just say one thing. Like this year coming into the IFBB, I've noticed like just a massive sort of support, amount of support from everyone. So yeah, I just want to say thanks to everyone for that. It's been yeah, it's been pretty awesome, really. I haven't had anything like that before, even in past federations. So that's been quite cool. It's been like a more of a, yeah, like a family, I guess. You know, everyone's welcoming. Everyone's quite quite down to earth, which is cool. You you kind of when you're removed from it, you hear a few stories and all oh, this and that, but it's not always true. You know, it's not always true, and things change. And yeah, so just yeah, massive thanks to everyone for the support. Um, obviously, if you want to come and follow us on Instagram, um, the name's DJL underscore Pro Coaching. So if you want to hit us up on there or just have a follow and have a look at what we're up to, that's cool. Um, yeah, massive thanks to my partner, of course, for the support over the season, which is, yeah, it's been it's been massive, second to none. So. And then the family as well. And then the family, yeah, just for their support. So. Awesome. Well, look, from me and um, the team at Strong and Zed, Congratulations, man. Um, it's a, it's a, a huge win. And like, you know, I said to you throughout this whole prep, good luck. And, you know, I knew you were going to smash it. And you're, you're spot on. Um, New Zealand is, is interesting, but I think it's changed a lot where people now just support each other. And you now we just want people to do well. Yeah, that's good to see. Like, it shouldn't be, you know, real sort of anti and wanting other people to do bad. Like, what, why? You know, it's, yeah. So, no, nah, it's been good. It's been really good. Well, good stuff, man. Well, look, I'll, I'll, um, I'll stop recording now and then we can have a, a quick debrief and then I'll let you be away, man. <laughs>